Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Happy Friday, everybody. We wrap up the week. We've got the Kings and the Clippers coming up for you in a couple of hours. 7.30 start tonight, and uh, Ryan and I will be on at halftime, and we'll be on a uh, post-game show as well. And this is where the schedule really gets going, all right? Clippers tonight, two games at OKC, back home against the Clippers. The schedule gets a lot more steep. Kings last night coasting. Uh, guys didn't really play a lot of minutes. Clippers have not played in a while. They could be a little rusty tonight, so we'll see how everything goes. But uh, Kings tonight and the Clippers uh, on the back-to-back, and again, uh, we'll be on at halftime and post-game show as well. Want to hear from you today on this Friday, uh, which way you want to go on the show today. Uh, I am good in whatever direction you want to do. we got spring training games going on, so baseball is getting going. Uh, NCAA March Madness right around the corner. So if you're into college basketball, we can uh, discuss that, although not a lot going on right now in terms of particulars other than uh, whether – Brandon Miller should be playing in uh, the Alabama games or not. You know, that's crazy situation down there in Tuscaloosa. So I want to hear from you. Hit your hand icon. Let me know what you want to talk about. Uh, looking forward to being on at halftime and uh, post game uh, as well with Ryan in Sacktown. T-shirts are out. If you don't like that, uh, we'll give you the information as we go on. Already have had double digit orders. And so we're, Excited to get those shirts to you uh, as well. Let me hear from you. Hit your hand icon. I need a leadoff man on this Friday. What do you want to talk about? And uh, where do you think? Uh, I'll tell you, this is a big game tonight for the LA Clippers. They're at home. They're trying to run down Sacramento. They are playing the Kings twice in the next four games. And when you look at the standings, the Clippers are fourth. All right. They're a game and a half behind Sacramento. So this is a huge game tonight. And Phoenix, meanwhile, is playing against Oklahoma City. Kevin Durant is not going to play. They expect him back next week. So, you know, the Suns, you got Dallas who blew out a hapless San Antonio team. They're 32 and 29, two and a half games back of Sacramento. So there you have it. You know, we keep on talking about you want to be in the top six. Well, you know, yeah, the difference between third and sixth right now is only two and a half games. And the Kings play the Clippers twice in the next four games. They play Dallas twice coming up next month, both games in Dallas. So this thing's going to get really crazy here. These games, each and every one of them, 
are super important. I mean, if you're looking at this from the Clippers' perspective, if they're able to win tonight and then win again next week in Sacramento, they'll probably be ahead of Sacramento because I, you know, I, I don't think the Kings are going to win both games against Oklahoma City, although they could. But you know, Oklahoma City is kind of strange. You know, they they were on a really nice roll. They kind of come back a little bit. They lost a, a one-point game to Utah. They're 5-5 five and five in their last 10. But they have a dynamic player in Shea Gilgis-Alexander. So, you know, I, I, those are going to be tough games in Oklahoma City. They're going to be tough games. So, all right, I want to hear from you. Hit your hand icon. Raise your hand. Uh, what do you want to talk about? Currently right now, Minnesota 7, New Orleans 8, Utah 9, and Golden State 10. And the Lakers are a game and a half out of the 10th spot. And again, I don't think you want to play the Lakers in a play-in tournament. I, I sure wouldn't. That's for sure. Denver, they're going to win the West. They're 42-18. and 18. Memphis is 35-23. and 23. And uh, the Kings are two games behind them. So th- those are your standings uh, in the West. In the East, Boston came up on Milwaukee. They are three up on Philadelphia. Cleveland is fourth. Brooklyn, five. New York, six. Miami, seven. Atlanta, eight. Toronto, nine. And Washington, ten. All right. There you have it. All right. Again, head icon. Want to hear from you. What do you want to talk about today? Uh, What do you think about the game tonight? I wouldn't be surprised if the Clippers come out a little bit rusty. But they're, they're good. You know, I think we know that. They're a good team. You know, with them, you don't really know who's going to play. Uh, Zubac is out tonight. He's got a strained right calf. So, you know, I don't think that's going to kill the Clippers, but everybody else should be able to go. Russell Westbrook making his debut for the Clips. And I think it's going to be a good game tonight. This is going to be a good game tonight. And when I look at the Clippers, you know, I look at their schedule as they play the Kings, again, as we said twice in a span of a week. After tonight's game, they're at Denver. And then they're home Minnesota at Golden State. So, you know, their their schedule is a little bit crazy. You know, they're probably not going to win at Denver. Then they got Minnesota at home and at Golden State. And right after, you know, Golden State, they're in Sacramento. So they got a back-to-back. So the Kings catch the Clippers on a second of a back-to-back, but that doesn't really mean much for the Kings because they're like two and eight when they play teams on the second of a back-to-back. It's going to be a hell of a finish. It's going to be a hell of a finish. All right, what do you want to talk about today? You got the subjects? You got the topics? Let's go. Let me hear from you. All right? That's really all that's going on right now. We got basketball basketball and basketball. You know, there'll be free agent talk and we'll be following the quarterbacks of Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr and, you know, what else, right? Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, pretty surgery's been delayed. So not a lot going on just yet with the National Football League, all right? But again, I want to hear from you. This is your show, not my show. NBA tonight. 
Washington is playing the Knicks, 64-60 at the break. Washington by four. Atlanta is up on Cleveland, 29-21 in the first. Milwaukee is hosting Miami. It's 33-25 bucks, two minutes left in the first. As we mentioned, OKC is at Phoenix, Houston at Golden State. And then again, as I said, 7.30 start tonight in L.A. with the Kings and the Clippers. All right, let's get a leadoff going with Jeff. Jeff, welcome to the show. Happy Friday to you, my friend. Good, Grant. It's little, uh, I'm in a snowstorm here, so hopefully I don't wow. get out on you. But it's been snowing like crazy for the last couple of days. Wow. <laughs> Anyways, are you still in, what's your thought of Herder still being in the starting lineup? Uh, I, I don't, I mean, the only other choice you have, well, let me ask you this. Do you think he should be in the starting lineup? I'll ask you first. Well, I'm still thinking he's in a funk. I mean, you know, he's just, he's hit and miss. He's not like he was at the beginning of the year. And Dave, I think uh, Davis has been, he's been a pretty good bright spot, but I don't know if he should start or not because he's hot or cold. But I just think something has to happen. Uh, you know, he's got a, I don't know. He's just, you know, the Kings go as Herder and Barnes go. I mean, we need, we know Fox and uh, Sabonis carry the team. But one of those guys got to score 18 to 20 points a game. And, you know, it, we need a third and fourth guy to, you know, get those high double figures. I know the bench saved us last night because they came out cold as hell. You know, they just, but then the bench came in and contributed, but uh, they don't do that every game. Right. So, so I, I, I don't know. Well, I, I just, I think, I think it's a problem. It's going to, it's, I mean, these slow starts, we're not going to be able to stand these slow starts against these no. really good teams. All right, so who would you start? Would you start Malik Monk? I, I, I think I would. I think because his I think because his chemistry with Fox, they seem to have pretty good chemistry together. And uh, Malik Monk is fat. He's fast and he likes to go to the rack. And uh, you know he's not he's not always a three point shooter. He you know he can he can get the paint. He can shoot a three pointer. But uh, I just think Herder seems his confidence is gone, or something is just something's up with him. Well, we'll see. I I don't know right now if you're just gonna make a change unless you go through a rough stretch. And by a rough stretch, I'm talking about losing two or three games in a row because that would be considered a rough stretch right now. And if you lose two or three games in a row, and Kevin Herder is not playing well, then I would agree with you. I, I would think you would make that change if that scenario unfolds. Like, for instance, if you were to lose tonight and lose the first game in Oklahoma City and Herder struggles in both, then I would consider making a change for the next Oklahoma City game because the reality is you don't have much room for error here with the way the standings look. Then you okay. also have to assess, are you losing the games because of Kevin Herter in a starting lineup, or are you losing games for another reason, which is what Mike Brown would have to figure out and determine. Right. I haven't looked at the starting lineups yet. Is Westbrook starting? Uh, do you know if he's starting? I haven't seen the, the starting lineups have not been put out yet. 
Yeah. I would say I would doubt it. Right. They've been talking about him starting, but uh, that'll be, you know, will remain to be seen. Uh, I'm really interested to see what he does bring. And, and you know, what is, what is this, six teams or five teams and five, year, uh, five years now? How many? I mean, there's got to be a common denominator somewhere. Well, I know one thing. All right. The Kings don't worry about Russell Westbrook tonight. They got to worry about themselves. They got to come out and play consistently. Uh, they got to be careful about having these bad quarters with the teams that they're getting ready to play starting tonight. You, you're not going to be able to get away with having a lot of bad quarters the rest of the season. You might have a bad quarter against teams like the Spurs and survive, but you're probably not going to have a bad quarter Suns and survive. And lastly, I know you don't like uh... – when the broadcasters, the guys, like you said, the crazy guys in the background, did you see the one? Let you hear about last night? Yeah, the, somebody sent me. Somebody sent me the picture of uh, Bring Back Grant uh, behind there. Yeah. Jason, yep. Jason, Eli, Eli, his group. <laughs> you were you were on TV, Grant. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate everyone's support, man. The people are great, so I'm grateful for their support. You know, and I I heard what that idiot said. Uh, the guy that is regarded as the worst uh, play-by-play announcer in the NBA. What's the name of the guy that was hosting the show? Oh, Barnes? No, the the host, the guy that backs up on the play-by-play. Oh, Kit, well, there's Kenny and there's another guy. I, I don't know. Yeah, the play-by-play guy. Yeah. The guy that, I can't even, I don't even know his name, but I all I know is he's he, he, he they make fun of him every time he does a game on TV because he's so bad. And he's oh, he, he's making a, He's making a disparaging comment about me and the guy's the laughing stock of the NBA when it comes to announcers that, you know, he, he's, he really is. He's that bad is what he's everybody horrible. tells me. Katie has to carry him. He's horrible, horrible, horrible. Well, that you know, if that tells you all you need to know. Yeah. It's pathetic, Grant. Pathet- it's no, it's just the, the radio. And I, and I, I, and I honestly can't, I can't, I honestly can't, I don't, I honestly don't, Remember the guy's name. Just so somebody can help me out with that. But I hear, yeah, I, I hear the guy is an embarrassment on the air. It's an, it's an embarrassment. Yeah, he, he, he's horrible. They're all. And, I, and, and this, and this is coming from King's minority owners that tell me that they can't even watch the telecast that it's that bad. These are, these are the people that are have their money invested in the team, and they tell me that the telecasts are so bad they can't even they watch the other team's announcers. That's how bad it is. It's 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 woke. It's all about woke. It's it, it, you know you have yeah, Barnes know. On, when you have a criminal like Barnes on there. <laughs> it's and, unbelievable. And then you got Jones on there, who's all it's all about his little and his little things hotter than fish grease, and it just gets terrible after after a while. After a while, the same old things, and it's just it's it's horrible. And, and I don't know why they. I mean. What, What's his name? Vavek or whatever. Ranadive. He he has really taken his this the entertainment. He's the he's the captain of wokeness. That's what he is. All right, I'm gonna move on. I don't want to yeah. get off on a bad tangent, but you have a great weekend. All right. Bye bye. All right, take care, buddy. Bye bye. All right, let's get to uh, Manny right here. On uh, listen up, Manny. Good afternoon. How are you today? Hey, Grant. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm well, thank you. 
You know, I was wondering what your thoughts are on the Clippers. I know they have like a strong bench and, you know, Kawhi and um, Paul George are really inconsistent. What do you think about them out West this year? I know a lot of people still think they can win the West. I'm not one of them. I think their play has been too erratic. Uh, I do know this. When they are on the floor together, and you have been right, they have been inconsistent. But if you put the whole team out on the floor, their talent is very, very good. But I haven't seen it over long enough stretches where I believe they could come out of the West. I I just don't see it. But I do think they're going to get the Kings fits here in these couple of games. So, you know, the Kings are going to have to play a very strong game. And I would, would not be surprised if the Clippers are a little rusty to begin this game because they're of the inactivity. This is their first game after the All-Star break. So I'm, I'm, keep that in mind. Keep that in mind tonight. No, I have to agree. I think the other thing is the teams are really getting serious now with this last, like, 25 games. Yes. So yes. teams are going to get everybody's best every day. And there'll probably be less of the load management unless some people start doing tanking. Correct. And the Clippers won't be one of the teams tanking. So I would expect you're going to get the best of the Clippers here in the next, uh, you know, next week. Cool. Thank you. Have a good day. Thank you, Manny. Good hearing from you. You have a good day as well. All right. If you want to get in on the program, uh, hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will do it. Hard to believe that we're wrapping up the month of February here, last week of February. And, uh, boy, then you're really into the, the nitty-gritty of the season, the stretch drive for the final six weeks of March and uh, April. It's still amazing to me that we're already talking about moving into March. really is. All right, again, what do you want to talk about today? Kings and Clippers. Ryan and I will be on at halftime and the postgame show uh, over on YouTube, Periscope, and uh, Facebook Live. And I'll be coming up with a rant tonight. We'll bring that back tonight. So I'll do a rant on the uh, post-game show, and we'll have some fun as well. All right? Uh, also, appreciate those of you that have donated via the Super Chat. Uh, greatly appreciate that uh, as well. We'll also keep you up to date uh, each and every game uh, with the NBA standings. We'll analyze what's going on elsewhere with uh, other games. So, yeah, it's all good because each and every game truly could be the difference. Could be the difference. All right, let's get to uh, Brian. Brian, welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm doing great, Grant. How are you? I'm good, buddy. What's up? Oh, just jumping in late, but I heard your you and Jeff's conversation. And at this point, I think you kind of agreed. I don't I'm not in, in favor of benching Herder quite yet. I like Monk off the bench. I think he's a spark and uh, you know, he runs he runs well with that unit and their slow starts are not because of Herder. Uh, so I think there's more to it with these slow starts. So I, I'm not ready to uh, make that switch yet. And as you alluded to, if they start losing a few games and need to shake things up, that seems to maybe be a little bit more fair. Yep, I'm with you. you know, I, I think right now through, you know, what, two-thirds of the season or more, you're in third place in the West. You're eight games over 500. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And right now it's not broken. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, uh, it was good to see them turn it on and, you know, get the win and uh, you know, listen to your halftime show. You know, they kind of blew it open, which is good to see. But 
to your point, and I know there was a conversation on the halftime show uh, I, uh, yesterday. I didn't hear much of the I, – I wasn't able to tune into the, the post game, but, but as you give the big picture that you're absolutely right, you know, these wins are great, but we cannot afford these slow starts against these upper-tier uh, teams. Uh, you know, we can't assume we're just going to come back and, and, you know, use our offense and not play any defense to come back. We have to – you know, play decent defense. I know we're not, we are who we are, but we just can't get buried early in these games against these good teams. I'm with you hundred percent. You know, there's gotta be more consistency here coming down the stretch with 24 games left. There really does. So let's see if they yep. can do it tonight, Brian. Appreciate the yep, phone I, call. Yep, yep. Yep. Go ahead. Always good. Bye. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Mother's day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, let's get to uh, Ryan and Sacktown. Hey, Ryan, how are you today? Doing good. How are you doing, Grant? I'm good, buddy. So uh, Kyle Draper is the name you're looking for. Oh, Kyle Draper. There you have it. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, we won't talk about them, though. Uh, What do you think about this whole thing with Russell Wilson having an office in Denver? Yeah, I I don't know what the hell to make of that. (laughs) I I really don't. You know what I mean? I, I don't know what to make of that. Crazy, huh? Uh, it doesn't make well. It makes sense, for Russell Wilson, but um, he he just can't seem to let go of the Seattle stuff. But I know. as a as I know. a player on that team, seeing somebody play as poor as he did, and actually I take that back. Regardless of how well or poor he played, for him to have an office, it, it just doesn't wouldn't sit right with me if I'm in that locker room. I, I am a little uh, perplexed by what's going on. You know, and, and saying that he wanted Pete Carroll out. Yeah. Uh, and the general manager, you know, last year, you know, in Seattle. I mean, you know, I don't know what the hell to make of that. He he needs to concentrate on, you know, becoming a good NFL quarterback again because he was ho- horrible last year. I think that should be what uh, he should be worrying about, not not everything going on with Seattle and everything else. So I'm, I, it's, it's perplexing to me, to be honest with you. It really is. Yeah, well, I've said it for a long time. You know, I'm a Seattle fan. You have to build a certain type of offense around Russell Wilson. If he mm-hmm. would not have had Marshawn Lynch, if he would not have had the defense that he had, he would not have the career that he's had thus far. And I think you kind of saw that in Denver this first year. I mean, nothing against the guy. I hope he bounces back, but he's just a different type of quarterback. Yep. Be interesting to see how if Sean Payton can get him back to where he was. It really yeah, is. Exactly. Exactly. So, all right, my friend, I will see you at halftime and after the game. Yep. Looking forward to it. Thanks, bud. Bye-bye. Yep, we'll be on. uh, Again, remember, the game doesn't start until basically tip-offs at 740. 
uh, in L.A. tonight. Uh, they start their games, obviously, because of the traffic and everything else. Uh, their games are later start. So we'll be coming on roughly, you know, ballpark figure, 845 at half, 945, roughly, 945, 10 o'clock uh, after the game. All right, again, hit the hand icon. We'll put you right on as uh, we've got a busy, busy night for the Sacramento Kings uh, and the NBA, all right? Again, updating scores. There really aren't any scores of interest to update. The the scores that you're going to be concerned with don't really get going until later. Like Phoenix, Oklahoma City, obviously. Uh, Hornets, Timberwolves have just started. But the games that you're going to be interested in are the Thunder and the Suns and then the Warriors at home against the Rockets. Those are some of the games. Timberwolves are playing the Hornets at home in Minnesota, so you'll keep an eye on that game uh, as well. Interesting game, though. The Bucks have a 14-point lead with two minutes gone by in the first half over the Heat, uh, 48-34. to 34. That's it. You know, the Heat, to me, are a very perplexing team. They were the number one seed uh, last year in the East, and they're nowhere near that team this year. They're currently in seventh at 32 and 27. They're 10 and a half games behind uh, the Boston Celtics. Now, they could get into the top six. They're only a half game out of the sixth spot, which is currently held uh, by the Knicks. And the Knicks are playing uh, currently against Washington in the nation's capital. And it's a one point game uh, in the third quarter right there. But again, Hornets, Timberwolves, you want to keep an eye on that game. And then the Thunder and the Spurs or Suns. That game starts a half hour before uh, the Kings and the Clippers. So there you have it. All right, that's your NBA schedule of interest. If you want to get in and talk on the program today, you know how to do it. Hit that hand icon, uh, and I will put you right on. All right, let's get to some more phone calls. And we're going to say hello to John. Hey, John, how's it going, buddy? It's going all right, Grant. Anybody could have a 10-point lead in the first quarter. You know what I mean? People really get yes. go crazy about about being down by a bunch of points. And how many games do you see where somebody's down 6 nothing and everybody goes crazy? Oh, my God, we're down 6 nothing. It happens every game almost. I know. It does. And that's the whole thing about uh, responding after uh, after negativity and and creating, you know, it, it's the whole thing about responding after yep. after bad things happen got to make good things happen after that and it's not yep it's by design too. it is by yep. design you know that stuff doesn't happen i'm with you buddy yeah hey what do they say the nba is a game of runs it is man and you got to play them is the whole thing you got to play them and that's why yep. we talked last week grant and uh we knew that the Portland game, they play us They play us tough. They always do. And I knew that last night was going to be a tough game. I didn't think we were going to win by 50, even though Dame out and all that, you know, with them sitting everybody, that's bullshit and a total different topic, different topic. Yep. Yep. Of which we agree, and 99% of us do agree on that. But yeah, not only Damian Lillard, they held out Jeremy Grant, too, you know, who's also a very valuable player on that team. They held them both out for rest. So, you know, it's just, again, the NBA has got a real problem. 
I know they do. I know. I saw your rant today, and you you put it on another 15 minutes or so of yep. your secondary rant, and I commend you for that. And way to say what needs to be said. Way to say. Thank what you, buddy. I appreciate that. Grant, have a great weekend. Thank you, John. Thinking about I'll you, buddy. You, you take care. Time or yep. post game, and best wishes to everybody, and best wishes to everybody for for their great for their warm wishes and positive thoughts yep. for me because it's been a trying yep. weekend for me. I know, John. We're thinking about you, Brady. We're thinking about you, and we're praying for you. Okay. I can't appreciate you enough. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Thank you. Bye bye. You too, buddy. All right, let's get to uh, Waggus. Waggus, good to hear from you. How are you today? I'm good. How you doing, Grant? I'm good. Thank you. So when you were an announcer, um, you had a vote, right, uh, for MVP, right? All media members have a vote, right? I did. I did until they changed it. Uh, they changed that roughly about 10 years ago, that if you were an employee of the team, they took your vote away, which I thought was absurd and was insulting and a lot of us in the in the business felt that because i can speak for not only myself but my former colleagues we took the voting extremely seriously and we spent a lot of time before we handed in our votes so i used to for many many years but go ahead okay so i guess my question is is that and i haven't asked you this last year if you did have a vote who would you have voted for Jokic or Embiid? and this year who do you have right now? I, well, first of all, obviously, I didn't vote last year. Yeah. Um, I said my three guys that I would have voted for last year were the two that you just mentioned, plus the Dedekumbo. So okay. it was, you know, one of those three. I would not have had a problem, Waggus, if you had voted for any of those guys. But this year, okay, based on where the teams are currently – and that could change, all right? I would vote for Nikola Jokic right now, but we still have a third of the season left or a little bit less. So I'm going, I would wait until we get to April before I would really seriously start looking at this award because I think every game is so important. But when I look at the standings, all right, to me, not always, and I want to get your opinion on this, most of the time, the MVP is going to come from the team with the best record or one of the top two or three best records, okay? The two best records right now in the NBA are Boston and Denver. They're the, they're the two top teams. Milwaukee is only a game back of Boston, and there's really nobody else in the West. So if I'm going to look at the West, okay, Nikola Jokic is the MVP of the Western Conference, period. Yes. All right? Yes. So, yes. I, I, all right. Okay. You could make an argument of a couple of other players in the East, MB being one of them, yep. a Kumbo, Tatum on Boston. But no, there's no argument to me. Nikola Jokic is the most viable player in the Western Conference. So I can narrow that down pretty much right now. Okay. Okay. Um, this year, I have Jokic. Last year, I had a bead. Um, okay. I just felt like he kind of got snubbed last year. But um, this year... By far, based on the records and based on how he's playing, he's playing better than all those guys you mentioned. And so, let me yep. ask you this: Overall, do you think do you think Jokic is better player than Embiid, or, or would you say they're equals? Well, I would tell you this: I would take in Nikola Jokic because he's more dependable with his body, and okay. I think that's important. So, for that reason alone, 
I would rather have Nikola Jokic. I also think Nikola does a few things more than Embiid. Um, so if you're asking me if I'm starting a team, who am I yeah. taking? I'm taking Nikola Jokic. Because, again, first of all, he plays every game. You know, he doesn't get hurt. Okay. And then, and then lastly, I know we went through the Western Conference, right? So in the East, and obviously, you know, Philly's right up there. I don't think they're better than Boston, but I feel like they're right there with Milwaukee and Boston. Um, but I think Boston's number one, and I'm, I'm going to put Milwaukee number two, and then I'll probably put the Sixers number three. Do you think that's an, fair and accurate? Like, like how, how do you think these teams are going to end up finishing? Uh, I think Boston's going to be one. I think it's going to be the way it is right now. I think it's going to be Boston, Milwaukee, and Philly. The problem that I have with Philly is I can't put any comp any faith in James Harden when the playoffs start. So for that reason, uh, I'm I would not pick Philadelphia to come out of the East. Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, I think the best playoff he he, he did play away um, was in 2018, I think, which I really should have won that series if Chris Paul doesn't get hurt, but. Um, yeah. So, well, Chris Paul, okay. Chris Paul did get hurt, but James Harden wet his pants yeah, in the I biggest know. games of his career. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 it's sad though, right? When you see somebody so talented, or or somebody playing at a high level, and then all of a sudden, you know, yep. the pressure's on. So, 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 I guess what I was trying to ask was, you you got Boston coming out of the East then? I do right, right now. now. Yes. You know, again, I can't forecast injuries, but you know, I want to get back to something that we were just talking about. Yeah, all right. So yeah. I talk about. All right, so right now, the Philadelphia 76ers have played 58 games. Okay. Embiid has missed, Embiid has missed 12 of those games. That's significant. And then I have to ask you, all right, let's say Embiid had only missed six of those games instead of 12. Would Philadelphia not be the number one team in the East? I mean, they're only three games back. Could I make that argument? I think, yes, I could make that argument that with Embiid playing – in six of those 12 games that Philadelphia probably would have gone four and two or five and one, and they probably would be better than Boston. You know what I mean? So that's how delicate Absolutely. things are when you look at standings and you look at stars that aren't on the floor every game. Yep. No, you're absolutely right. And that's why you keep on making the point about the Kings, you know, if Sabonis or Fox three, four game stretch here, and we could be in from three to seven easily. So, yep. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, and, and that, as a Kings fan, scares me because we, we could easily have a 3-4 game run where we can go from 3 to 7. So, yeah. Yep. It's, uh, and yeah. Embiid, you know, excuse me, Nicola yep. has played in 52 of the 60 games, but I know for a fact that two of those games, Malone sat him out for load management. So, you know, he really hasn't missed games for injury that much. But, 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 but the point is, if you had either of those players – off the floor for any game, let alone the playoffs, they yeah. wouldn't win. Okay? That's yeah, the they reality. Wouldn't they wouldn't yeah, win. Absolutely. Right. Um, right. I think that Jokic has a – because James Harden is there and he has won games, I I just think that Jokic ha, 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 I feel like, you know, Jokic has more of an impact on his team when he's on the floor than Embiid. Uh, I mean – Yeah, I, I don't disagree with okay. that. I think okay. that's very well stated. Yep. Okay, and are we going to start doing pregame, or are we just at the half and post for now? I'm just curious. Oh, uh, for right now, we're still at the half and the post game. Okay, all right. I will see you tonight. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate Thank you. you. Bye, bye. All right, we got more calls to get to, and we bring on Connor.
Hey, Connor, how are you today? I'm doing good, Grant. How are you? I'm good, buddy. Yeah, I kind of just wanted to extend the conversation you were having with Waggis. I mean, I've yep. seen this question kind of floating around the sports world lately, and I was wanted to hear your take on it. I mean, who do you think has the most pressure on them in the NBA to win a championship this year? Because there's a lot of guys whose resumes are really only missing a championship. I mean, I look at guys like Chris Paul and Nikola Jokic and maybe James Harden. So what do you think about that? Well, I think you just named the three. I think the coach that's got the most pressure on him in the playoffs is going to be Doc Rivers. Uh, that that's So I would put him number one. You know, Nikola Jokic, because of his MVPs and his hardware, he there is a, there's a but after his name, right? You say Nikola Jokic, yeah, but, you know, he hasn't even been in an NBA Finals, okay? So I think, and I don't even think he's been in a conference Finals, has he? So I think probably I would pick Denver and Nikola Jokic as that team. Obviously, Adetokounmpo's one. You have Embiid also needs to get to that platform. But if you're going to talk about, based on post, uh, regular season awards and what Nikola Jokic has done, I would say probably him. Chris Paul clearly is running out of time. I mean, you, you, you know, with his window, even though he's still an effective player, based on his age, his window is, is a lot different than Embiid and Jokic. So if you're talking about, you know, the clock, Chris Paul is clearly on the clock because he doesn't have a lot of time left on his clock. Yeah, and speaking of Chris Paul, I mean, one of his teammates, I know Kevin Durant has multiple championships and he's a very decorated player, but and do you think a championship this year with the Suns would really kind of boost Kevin Durant's legacy as a career? No, I don't. Um, I think Kevin Durant would still be uh, called jumping on as a bandwagoner because the Phoenix Suns were the number one seed in the West last year. So, no, I don't. The, he's going to a team that's already very talented. Again, this is the same team that had the number one seed. They probably would be the number one seed or the number two seed this year had it not been for Devin Booker's injury. So, no, I don't. I don't think it would. It's not going to hurt his legacy, but I don't think it's going to add. And I think that the critics like me, and I am a critic of his, I'm not a critic of him as a player. I'm a critic of him as his uh, winning championships. I don't think he's accomplished anything in that area. You know, the Warriors were already a championship team before he got there, and they've already won since he left. So I'm I'm not I'm not a, a fan of Kevin Durant's legacy. I'm a fan of him as a basketball player, but I'm not a fan of his legacy. If you understand the difference, so for that reason, no, I don't think it would. Yeah, and the last players I kind of thought of. I mean, we look at Kawhi Leonard and Paul George and their time in L.A. I mean. They haven't really accomplished anything. I mean, Kawhi obviously nope. has the championship with the Raptors, which is a huge part of his legacy. But, I mean, I don't know. It's been two or three years, and they really have nothing to show for. So I think nothing. especially Paul George has something to prove in the playoffs, and we'll see if they can take the next step. Yep, I would agree with that wholeheartedly. And that could very well be the first-round matchup for the Kings in the playoffs. Yeah, and then last thing, I mean – since we played them tonight, I don't know about their status. Seems like they're always out of the lineup and in and out of it. But, I mean, if they're both playing tonight, do you think that'd be a pretty big statement win for the Kings that they haven't had in a long time? I, I think it would be a bigger statement win next week at home because the Clippers haven't played in such a long time. I can see them being rusty. But it would be a big win. Don't, you know, I'm, I don't want to underestimate that. I mean, it would be a big win. But I think the win, although, you know, next week they're getting them on the second of a back-to-back. -back, so, I think right now, maybe we need to 
slow down on what a signature win is and what it's not. The reality is there are 24 games left. And right now, at this point in the season, with the standings being as tight as they are, really doesn't matter how you win. You either win or you lose right now. You know, I think maybe, and I'm probably guilty of this, I make too big of a deal about whether it's, you know, a signature win or not a signature win. Right now, at this point in the season, with the way the standings are, just go out and win. You know, and it really doesn't matter how you do it. Just go out and win. Yeah, that's why I wasn't too upset with the Damian Lillard and Jeremy Grant news yesterday because yeah, like you, were, you said, yeah. at this point in the season, I mean, you take a win, especially – I mean, all that matters in this late into the season is looking at the loss column. But, I mean, to stack up some of these wins and get separation to these teams is obviously a big key. Well, it is a big key. And it's going to be very interesting to see how the Clippers use Russell Westbrook tonight. Is he going to start with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard and Marcus Morris? Um, you know, they also have Mason Plumley, who now will be able to fill in for Zubak. I mean, this is going to be a very interesting game tonight. I want to see how the Clippers coach this game. Yeah, it will be very interesting. I look forward to your shows tonight. Thanks for having me. All right, Connor, good stuff. Good energy, too. I've noticed a big improvement there. Same thing with your sentences and everything. Maintaining your same volume throughout. Good job on your part. Very good job. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, if you want to hit the uh, hand icon, uh, raise your hand and we'll do it. Yeah, I got messages uh, Kyle Draper. The fact that Kyle Draper would make any type of comment about me negative any way, shape, or form when, honestly, he's regarded as the worst play-by-play announcer in the league is uh, embarrassing. I mean, the guy's an embarrassment. And I've, I've stayed off that, but now he's open game. The guy is an embarrassment. He is an awful, awful. Aw- he's the worst play-by-play announcer in the NBA. All right? He's embarrassing. All right. He should pipe down. He really should. The guy should pipe down. He's awful. And everyone (laughs) knows he's awful. All right. I got people telling me they can't watch the games when he's announcing because he's that bad. I'm I'm talking about people that work for the Kings. Okay. I have friends that work for the Kings that tell me they can't watch him. Employees of the Kings. All right. I have minority owners of the Kings big minority owners who tell me they can't watch the games when he's on, that they watch the other team's announcers. All right, let's get to Eli. Eli, how are you today? Hey, Grant, I'm good. How are you? Good. Hey, I'm late to the party, and I don't want to dwell on this, but what's the beef with Kyle Draper? What did he say about you? What happened? Uh, There were a group of fans that yesterday 
during one of the shows on the Kings telecast had uh, placards that said, bring back Grant. And I guess he made a disparaging comment about me on the, on the air after the fans had bring back Grant cards. Oh, okay. So it wasn't on the telecast itself. It was just to random fans. It was during either the pregame or the halftime or the postgame. I can't, I don't know which one it was. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's ridiculous. We all have the same opinion of him and I, I don't want to dwell on it. I was just curious because I didn't know what happened. But, yep. uh, yeah. Yep. Thanks, Grant. Have, have a good weekend. I'll be watching your show today. Hey, thank you, Eli. You have a good weekend too. Good hearing thank from you. you. Bye. All right. Let's get to uh, Zach right here on Listen Up. Zach, good afternoon. Hey, I literally, again, be honest, I literally just uh, came on like a minute and a half ago. I heard like maybe 20 seconds of your rant on, was it Kyle Draper? Yes. Uh, me personally, I don't really like his play-by-play. I mean, it's kind of funny whenever the other teams like will score and like make a big play, he gets all like enthusiastic. And when you're like the play-by-play for the Kings, like I don't know why you're getting excited when another team scores. But uh, anyways, what if you don't mind? I mean, can you tell me like what you're uh, going off about? There were uh, fans that during one of the either pre-halftime or post-game show uh, in the background of the announcers had placards that said, bring back Grant. Okay. And I guess he made a disparaging comment about me. I didn't see it. I only heard about it. And so that's what we're talking about. Okay. And one more thing. I don't know what you've been talking about the rest of the show, but uh, the whole thing was, was I was listening yesterday and you were talking about the whole rest situation, which is completely ridiculous. But I'm very curious, like, what? how do you actually view Greg Popovich? Like, do you like the guy? Do you think he's ruined the league? And I, you can take my thoughts, your thoughts of the air. Sure, no problem. Thanks for the call. Well, first of all, on a personal note, I love Greg Popovich. Uh, I spent a week with him in Serbia uh, back in 2007 and got to know him very well. So I'll start right there as a person uh, and just having conversations with him. It it was fascinating. Uh, Obviously, you know, his coaching record speaks for itself. But I would also say, and Phil Jackson would fall into this same category in the two years they didn't have Michael Jordan. You know, I don't really care how good of a coach you are. If you don't have good players, you're not going to win. And we're finding that out with Greg Popovich. But He's a great coach. The players have loved playing for him. You know, you really won't find players that didn't like playing for Pop. If they're there, you could be able to count them on one hand. So that's that's how I feel. All right. Don't forget, coming up tonight, we will be on at halftime and post game over on YouTube. If you don't like that, uh, I hope you have a fabulous weekend. Thank you very much for your support and. Stay safe, everyone. We'll talk to you again real soon. And hopefully you'll join Ryan and I tonight, halftime and postgame show. Bye-bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.